Welcome to the Surface Wave Podcast. This is episode number three. I'm your host, Craze. And I am your co-host, Groovy. We appreciate everyone who tuned in last week. We got to know the beat producer, Hooligan. We got to understand his influences and his upbringing. He also made a beat live on the podcast with sounds picked out by me and Groovy. Mm-hmm. I, I realized listening back to that episode, we actually didn't like talk about the beat. We just kind of moved on to yes, no potential. We did, yeah. I think it's very unique. Um, what I could say about his beat uh, that he made live, it was definitely unique. The reason I feel that way is just because, first of all, he's just a very precise individual with how he uh, articulates his beats and what he wants to do to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he... I've, been, I've been around you for so long and seeing the way that you structure beats and then seeing somebody else and how they kind of... You know what I mean? Come forth with their own style of mm-hmm. sauce and shit. It was definitely awesome. I really liked the beat. If I could, I would use that hooligan. Yeah, what he what he did with the beat, he because I make beats myself and I kind of understood what he was doing. So he, I'm not trying to give out his sauce, but he 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 stretched it. He he time stretched the beat for one part. So what he did was he he had the sample, and then he used that sample three different ways. He had it normal, mm-hmm. he had it stretched out, and then he reversed it in the intro. That's it. Uh, and yeah, I just realized that we didn't actually have him do a breakdown of what he did, but I'm sure he'll be on future episodes so yep. he can you know break down his whole style. Hell yeah, man! Hey, so how was uh, how was Halloween this year for you, man? It was weird. Yeah, but it was it was really good though. Yeah. Um. Instead of the normal trick-or-treating, we did, like, an Easter egg hunt. So we had, like, little um, candy bags, and then we just uh, separated them out around the backyard, the front yard, and then we had the kids have flashlights, and they it was like a scavenger hunt slash Easter egg hunt. My son really loved it, though. Dope. Yeah. Dope. How was yours? It was definitely weird. Um, We moved into our new place on Monday. And, congrats, uh, congrats. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. It's in Caldwell. We moved in. Um, haven't gotten to know any of the neighbors yet because I don't know how I feel about some of them. But <laughs> uh, it was cool, though. Uh, there were a couple people around the area because we live pretty close to uh, College of Idaho. So people nice. around that people around that area were taking their kids out. And, you know, it was just it was it was a cool thing to see that there were people that obviously there were making sure they were protected and stuff. So that's why I just feel like it was such a, it's just been such a fucking year. It has been yeah. a weird year, bro. I, I kind of feel like this will be the new norm. These changes, these yeah. social distancing, these face masks and pe- plexiglass windows at every fast food joint and at gas stations. But I mean, we're making the best of it in these weird times, you know? Yeah. But yeah. On Halloween, my son was out he was just having a blast. He, uh, he has asthma, so he had to take a little break. He just—he was having that much fun. He started coughing and stuff, so I had to take him inside. But overall, like I said, we made the most of it. Good man, good, good. That's awesome. Yeah, same thing. Same thing with my kid. He had a blast, dressed up like a Fortnite character, and was oh, all yeah. fucking going crazy, flossing all over the place, and wanting to shoot people with Nerf guns. But obviously, you know, had to put the guns away. <laughs> but um, yeah, other than that, man, it was really—it was really chill getting to see how everybody still interacts and tries to interact with what we have right now. We had like a bonfire outside the house. That way people know that it was okay to come to yeah. the door to get candy. It was fun. 
so also last week we talked about Benny the Butcher's album, Burning the Proof. Mm-hmm. We gave our opinions on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about our favorite songs and bars. Yep, yep. Groovy didn't really like the album. Yeah, it just, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I wanted so much to like it. It's just, it was very reminiscent of, like I said, very reminiscent of Cameron Dipset. So I got the concept of it. Definitely. It was just for me, it just wasn't it. Um, and it's no diss. It's yeah. I understand completely where you're coming from. It's a great album, but it reminds you of artists that you've heard in the past. Yeah, so precisely. it's nothing, nothing, nothing new, new for me. You know, yeah. And then we had our yes no potential, the segment where we play music that we found on Instagram comments, and we were joined by Hooligan, and we had our first ever no 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 yep. of the segment. And yeah, just to like touch basis on that. I didn't create the segment. The focus isn't to find whack music. Like we don't listen to the music until we listen to it on the podcast. So yep. what we get is what we get. We mm-hmm. were trying to be as respectful as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, think about it. Like any, any of you guys who are listening to this, when pretty much what he's saying, when we listen to it live, we're listening to it with live. you guys for the first time. Yes. So our opinions on this are going to be just as solid as your guys' opinions, yeah. which if you guys also have opinions, it'd be cool if you guys drop those opinions in the video. If you guys have any comments on them, that'd be cool as well kind of thing. I you also know? want to start um, I want to start doing open submissions. That way it's not just reviewing music randomly. Maybe we can have some local artists submit their music for the Yes, No Potential segment. Hell yeah. But yeah, last week we had our first ever No, No, No. It was something different, man. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to the artists, though, because like I said, um, you you do have you do have potential. The song that we had picked off of the list that you have of your own records just wasn't it. But the thing is, is yeah, we I said just, that, too. Yeah, we, we said, don't stop trying. Yeah, don't it's stop not trying. our place to, you know, yeah. keep grinding, you know, exactly. The thing is, is the type of music that you're making right now isn't going to be the type of music that you're going to continue to make yeah you're going to evolve oh, yeah, you're going to shed your skin you're going to find yourself if i can hear the songs i made three years ago i'll be cringing to death you know so it's just all about evolving and i can hear the influence of the song it's what's really trending and current right now so i can hear what he was going for but yep. anyways so we got a new segment to start the show it's called what's on your mind groovy What's on your mind? Shit, man. What's on my mind is just turning 29, man. Uh, my birthday was on the 11th of October. I was able to celebrate that with my uh, my significant other. I love you, by the way. Thank you so much for everything that you did. Shouts. Yeah, it was really awesome, man. I got to spend it with her. I got to chill out with her and just have a good fucking time all around. Yeah. Um, it definitely humbled me realizing that I'm 29. Um, because there's so many things that I just want to be able to be involved in. There are so many things that I want to do. Um, and there's so many things that I want to do with you. There's so many things that I want to invest time in and have more of an open entrepreneurial, uh, mindset, finding things that we can 
open doors to and just kind of go from there. So I've been thinking about that a lot because, I mean, one, you're a creative mind yourself, not just with music, but you've also proven that with your ability for photography, videography, and then obviously audio. It's just there's if we can coexist our ideas together Mm -hmm. there's no stopping what we're going to be able to do yeah i I appreciate the uh observation on that i was actually talking to my brother-in-law because he he wants to get into streaming and it kind of touches bases what you were saying about entrepreneurship and getting more um into that i was telling my brother-in-law there's so much to do on the internet the internet is such a enormous tool for for creators it, all it takes, everyone has ideas, but it's that initial drive to get going. And I told my brother-in-law, you, you're you there. Keep pushing forward mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll find it. Because a lot of people stop at the initial idea and they don't actually bring it to light. It's just ideas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, 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 yeah, what you're saying about entrepreneurship, what we can do to expand this. I'm all for that, man. Hell yeah, dude. And the the one thing that I, I uh, bring this to you, I guess, is because one, you have the attention for it. Two, you have the characteristics for it. And three, you're an executioner with it. Yeah. So well, that's one thing that I appreciate that I, I like being able to take away from you is having that executioner mindset because what you think you then do and after doing, you then achieve. So I appreciate that a lot. There's a lot of times in my own life that I don't really execute a whole lot of things, but it's only because I'm allowing people's fear to interfere with my um, my passion of just going for it, if that makes sense. It's resistance. Yep. Because that's what I remember uh, an interview Jay-Z had. That's what he said. When you, dis- when you decide you want to do something and you back out of doing it, the only reason sometimes you back out of doing it is because other people are relaying their fear onto you. When they tell you, no, nah, don't do that, they're not telling you, no, you can't do it. Yeah. They're just saying, hey, that's not gonna, probably not going to work. Probably don't go it, do not do it because then what happens if it don't work kind of thing when it's like some of those chances have to be taken. Yeah. A book that I was reading called The War of Art talks about resistance and essentially what it is is it's the fear of what you could become. So you're, you're, you have this uh, anxiety and this fear inside of you because you don't want to do it because you're scared that you actually could achieve it. Mm-hmm. So that's what stops you in your path before you even get to that point. Who's, who's this book by? Uh, let me look it up real quick. War of Art. <clears throat> it's by Stephen Pressfield. Huh. The War of Art. Break through the blocks and win your inner creative battles. I, reading that book actually really helped me understand the how detrimental it is to have an ego because you, you'll, awesome. you'll feel like you already achieved something before even doing it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what's on your mind, buddy? Um, a lot, but I actually organized a, co- a couple, you know, thoughts. Groovy. So recently Boise got its first hip hop exclusive radio show. Hey. Power 105.5 is now in Idaho. And the reason that this is on my mind is two things. I was actually pushing this idea five years ago when I worked in radio. And the second reason why this is on my mind is this could actually be pretty huge for the rap scene in Idaho. To touch bases on point number one, 
So back when I worked in radio, I was studying the game mm -hmm. and I saw that bigger radio markets were doing an all hip hop station, right. old school hip hop station. And I approached the operations manager at Wild 101 um, and I just I showed him the stats and I showed him that it was it was working, that these radio stations that were, were on the up and coming, they were actually becoming they were on the rise with mm -hmm. the audience. People were just really taking it in. Gravitating. Towards <laughs> it more. Yeah. yeah. And I sent him an email. I sent him the email and I showed him all this stuff. And at the end, at the end of everything, he basically told me no, that Idaho doesn't have a market for hip hop only. Idaho doesn't have a demographic. And this was four, maybe five years ago. And a couple, like about a week ago, I, I started. I found this new station, one hundred five point five, out here in Boise, and it's power. You know, a huge corporation. Yeah. So that brings me to my second point. That this could be pretty big for Idaho hip hop. And there's a few reasons why. So the way my mind works, I like to observe and make connections. So I see Dogface 208 hanging out with B-Real, Wiz Khalifa, Snow the Product. He's out in California with these huge companies. And essentially, Idaho is tied to him. Right. And on top of that... Idaho just got named the best economy in the entire United States. So Idaho has been trending. It's been on people's conscious, subconscious, you know. Yeah. So with all that being said, we now have power. You know, we have this all hip hop, exclusive hip hop radio station in Boise. Mind you, we don't have no major companies. We don't have no major media companies out here. We don't have no major rappers who are who have a name for themselves quite yet. But I feel like with all these different things going on, I really do feel like there could be something coming out of it. You know, I really feel like it, something can come to fruition pretty soon. Yeah, it, I agree with that. Just talking about all this just gets me really amped up because I've been in this game for 10 years. I'm 24 right now. I've been making music and engineering since I was 14. Um, I've seen artists grow. I've seen new artists come. I've seen the next generation of, of Idaho rappers come to light. And it, it's insane that it's only a matter of time. Is it true? It's, and it just talking about it gets me so motivated, man, because before we had all this, before we had the radio stations, before we had Dogface 208, before we had the number one economy, rappers were still grinding and working their asses off and still putting in that work. Yeah. So now we're at a place where I feel like hip-hop is starting to gravitate towards us. And I definitely feel like we're ready. Very true. I feel like we're ready, Very man. true, yeah. I think that... Uh, I think that it's it's really awesome that in one way that Idaho is getting known, not only just for the best economy, but the fact that we're getting known for art. Yes, we're getting taken serious. We're getting taken serious with art. Not just the aspect of actors or actresses that are out here but the fact that there are musicians there are artists out here who are actually being taken serious who are getting the <clears throat> who are getting the notification that they need who are getting the alliances that they need and are able to create networking yes partnerships with recently i was in things. seattle yeah. um this year and seattle started to have a lot of artists who are actually making it big uh, for a long time the only big artist from washington was mac macklemore 
uh, rapper. Now you have Lil Mosey and you have Travis Thompson and you have artists like uh, J Loud and Keyshawn and um, South South. I I actually was honored to go to one of J Loud's concerts and film for the event, and I met a, a bunch of just artists, man. Who it, it, it's insane because I've been to a lot of local shows in Idaho, and just to see the 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 culture out there, they're so serious about music. Each opening act and even J Loud, they had their own fan bases. They had these huge audiences go out there. It, the, I think the venue was probably 500 people max, but every artist that was performing had their own um, their own fan base. They had love. They singing word for word. That's crazy. The entire song, man. That's crazy. And I just the unity. I mean, Seattle is definitely bigger mm-hmm. than Boise. Um, actually, let me just see the stats for just Seattle alone. Dude, I am fucking running through these again. Today was something else, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Today was just something Seattle else. Population. It was. You ever work with someone obnoxious, and you don't want to work with them, but you know that you have to work as a team to get a successful takeaway from it. <laughs> That's every job, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so just to put it into perspective, Seattle's population is almost 800,000. Damn. Boise's population is 400,000. So Boise is the biggest state, most population per capita in Idaho. So, uh, of course, there's going to be a lot of love. There's going to be a lot of love, more love for all these artists, but... I, I feel like Boise's coming to that part or Idaho's coming to that, that time. Yeah, we're starting to push ourselves up there. We all say, have hey, our own fan bases. We have our own fan bases yeah. out here. But I feel like once one artist really gets that that collab or that next step of their, their career, people are going to start focusing on that. And I feel like there's going to be more unity because everyone right now, it's cutthroat. We're all trying to be above the next person. And when I, what I saw on what I saw out in Seattle was unity. They everyone knew their place. Everyone knew that they they they'll have their moment, you know. But right now is this person's moment. Because the thing that I I can add to that is the fact that there are a lot of and I don't mean to bash on anybody for any reason or anything like that. But the one thing that I just had to take a step back from making music on was the fact that there was a lot of people who had the ideal idea that. Bad, even bad publicity is good publicity because you're getting your name out there. Yeah. You're annoying to somebody. And that's how people are starting to be like, hey, well, who is this artist that this dude is talking about that's so fucking obnoxious or annoying? Yeah. Or who is this producer? Or who is this such and such? Or who's this whatever? You know what I mean? Where you're talking, I think it's cool that you're, you see the unity in things and where people understand their place. Like, you know everything like that i see where you're coming from about the publicity thing even bad promo essentially is good promo i get it um recently Lil pump came out and said that he's running for or he's voting for donald trump and that's probably the most that the press has ever talked about him in months in months so now he's running with it and now he's saying that he's gonna leave the country if donald trump loses which i i 100 percent doubt but that's the thing is people hate him, but now people are talking about him. 
Same so thing it's with the other it's the, a, it's, yeah. it's like what is it you know yes. is it is it bad press or good press that's that's the one thing that i find very obnoxious about the colored hair fool i won't say his name <laughs> but that colored hair fool everybody knew every okay it doesn't matter if you're white black yellow green purple whatever if there is one thing as a man and woman we understand when you get yourself into something very serious, the concept of telling on someone is a no fucking fly zone. You just do not fucking do it unless you sign up for it from the very beginning. Yes, unless you sign up for it or there's somebody out there who's obviously beating women or fucking hurting kids kind of thing, you know. But other than that, you can't get yourself involved in something Knowing that you got involved in it and then turn around and start telling on these people because now what happens is like you like we were saying, bad publicity is still publicity. Mm -hmm. He's making music. People are still involved in that music. He's got over four point one, four point whatever million. Let me ask you this then. Okay. Since we're on the top, everyone knows this guy, everyone knows who we're talking about, everyone knows mm -hmm. our standpoint. As far as snitching goes. What would you do if you came home one night and you saw someone was breaking into your crib? You don't know who they are. They got five five heads in there, and it's just you solo. Would you call the cops and say, hey, someone's breaking into my car. They're still in my stereo. Or do you have, is it your morals and you're like, I'm not going to call the cops. <laughs> I'm just going to let them steal not, from me. Not cause it, because it, for myself. I, I I personally I would call the cops just because I have my family and I have my son, mm -hmm. and it's like you're you you're clearly the odds are not in your favor. So I think of it this way: in the new house that I'm in, my wife works nights. Mm -hmm. I am the only one at home. Kids aren't home; it's just myself. Mm -hmm. So let's say I get off work about seven thirty, making my drive home. Room, room, get home. My front door's open. In this situation, the police station or, or, or the cops are just down the road. I could call them or I could find the first person that I could find, whoop the shit out of them, take whatever it is that they got, and just Definitely. get myself signed up for whatever it is that's coming after that. The reason that I say that is because the one thing that I take away from it is something that Tupac had said. It's, it's the streets that you sign up to. Tupac said, you're, you're claiming us to be rapists, drug dealers, shooters, mm -hmm. killers. When you don't understand that we're trying to save our family from the killer who lives next door to us in the apartment complex. Yeah. We're not saying anything about them because we still have to worry about them because if we come complain to you, you're just going to see it as, oh, okay, we'll get to it eventually. Yeah. By the time you get to it, I got one of my kids dead or, you know, somebody gets shot that's close to me and it's this motherfucker and this is how he's retaliating. As, oh, the only told, reason you know. I ask hypothetically is because... I do feel like under certain like certain circumstances, like if you're not in the streets, Very you're, not, certain. you're yes. not living that lifestyle. You're yes. not asking for trouble. Yes. It's just I feel like it applies differently to certain people. It if does. you're in the streets, 
okay, you're not going to snitch on someone who robbed your car because your, your crew probably did the same thing last week. But at the end of the day, I feel like there is levels to it. I'm glad that you brought that up. A lot of people don't respect snitching at all. Yep. But at the end of the day, if you're just a fucking warehouse worker just trying to make a living... Just the average Joe. Someone's just going to try to hit a quick lick on you. Yeah. I don't care about street cred. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You because, know what I'm saying? Like I said, yes, I agree 100%. The reason that I say that is because the average Joe doesn't sign up for that street yes. shit. Yes, so that's what Whereas, I'm saying. So yes. It is that give or take. Yes, the colored haired motherfucker, crazy <laughs> Sesame Street motherfucker, he signed up for this thing. Yes. With him signing up for this thing, I have to take away because I have to understand that whether I agree with family members who are also involved in certain things, whether I agree or not, they signed up for that. Yes. What I'm expecting. It's a contract that you can't breach. You cannot breach that. Whereas the average Joe, like you're saying, working hard, trying to take care of his stuff, shit happens. It definitely does. You gotta fucking, you gotta fucking take care of what you gotta take care yeah. of. But that's the only underlying thing that I'm saying. When you involve yourself in something that you know is going to be harmful, hurtful, or may be detrimental to your own family, you have to understand you signed up for that shit. You can't walk away from that and think, hey, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna get away. Yeah, My that flew out the like, window the minute no, that you, that you exactly. grabbed that strap. Exactly. As soon as you yeah. get involved with these people, there is no walking away. Yeah. Now you have to walk away hand so, in hand with them. Another thing that's on my mind that's been weighing heavily on my heart. I don't know if you've been following the press, but Lil Wayne has been in the press. Everyone's talking about him. He recently was in a picture with Donald Trump, mm-hmm. co-signing Donald Trump. I guess there's this new platinum deal that they're talking about. Ice Cube got a lot of heat from it because he endorsed yep. Trump on it too. Yep. And this, we're not talking politics, but it just, it's been on my mind because at the end of the day, it's like Wayne, it's, it's to help improve his community. It's to help Im- improve, you know, a bunch of people who, who, who don't have, you know, um, access to a lot of stuff, a yeah. lot of people who are yeah. in poverty. So it's just like, as a, as a, as a human, you want that for your community. You want that. You want, you know, you want, um, you want the ability to grow and change. But people are so mad and pressed because he's with Donald Trump. A lot of people that, a lot of people don't like and respect this guy. Yeah. But what really sets me off about it is if Trump didn't need, by the time people listen to this podcast, um, the election's on the third. This podcast is going to be released on the second. So by the time you guys hear us again, we're already going to know who the next president is. Hopefully, which is very scary. But the thing that's really just doesn't sit right well, that doesn't sit right with me, is if Trump didn't need the black vote, would he be trying so hard to appeal to these certain platforms and these certain people? Okay, because he is with Ice Cube now and he's with Lil Wayne now. Where was that? his first day of being in office i will say this you know what i'm saying yes i agree with you i understand what you're saying but i will say this where hip-hop and i'm not just targeting one person that's why i'm saying all of hip-hop where hip-hop has made a mistake if they were going to end up generations after going to end up taking a different side 
they wouldn't be referencing him in their music. Referencing who? Donald Trump. Okay. They wouldn't be referencing Donald Trump in their music. They wouldn't be referencing Donald Trump throughout hip hop. Mm -hmm. Many, many artists have done this. Donald Trump over the years has had his fair share of pictures with uh, uh, Snoop Dogg and Snoop Dogg has switched on it. Uh, There are certain things. The reason that I say this is this. I'm looking at it from a standpoint, from a conspiracy theorist standpoint. If Biden wins, it's going to be a very, very fuck. We might as well, you and I, we might as well get ready for a draft. If Biden wins, we might as well get ready for a draft. The reason that I think that is because the political view that uh, Biden has may make sense to certain people, but what I still give Donald Trump credit for is the fact that this is a man who was never in politics, who was a businessman who came into and took that presidency on what he did for the country with making sure that when the, when coronavirus hit, people got stimulus packages, they got money back. They got certain things. The one thing that he didn't do, you know, I'm going to lay off of, but the only thing that I, I have a problem with, And I I, I just never looked into it after because I was one of the sheep who had saw the media when they were pointing out, yo, Donald Trump is saying, you know, we have to build a wall between Mexico because Mexicans are rapists and all this. When, in fact, it wasn't that serious on what he was saying as far as Mexicans. He's saying there is an elite group between I don't know how many sections of Mexico. There are elite groups who are doing what they have to do. To survive because yeah. one, their own country resents them. Their own country isn't protecting them. Their own country doesn't have a forwarded plan for them. So I want to interject before I lose this train of thought. Mm-hmm. But in the, the beginning, you said something about if Biden wins, we're going to have to get drafted. I, I 100% disagree with that because every world leader hates Donald Trump except Russia and except North Korea. So the, that says a lot yes. about <laughs> who's running the, 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 our presidency. Will, but another yeah. thing, though, about the wall, uh-huh. the, the issue is, like, if his main focus was to keep corruption out of the United States, lead with that. Don't lead with Mexicans are rapists and Mexicans are drug dealers. Mexicans yes. are criminals. Yes. Lead with, But the yeah. thing is, and this is what's so sad and scary about our world. And like I said, this podcast is not about politics. Not at all. But the reason why he, he, he said all that stuff is because there's a huge audience in the United States that appeal to that idea that Mexicans are killers and rapists. And so he appealed to that audience. And that's how he event essentially won his presidency is because he appealed to such an audience that is, so, I can see that's what make that. America great again means is by to get rid of all these other groups of people. I could agree with that. My thing in personally, uh, the biggest reason that I at least can respect Donald Trump is first and foremost, I don't know how deep our fan base is, but our fan base, if you guys are out there, look up, search up Pizzagate. I'm literally serious We hit that part in this podcast Yeah we (laughs) did we finally hit that part The only reason I'm bringing this up is because There were in, in, in New York one of the biggest States that have the most Powerful people Police officials Firefighter officials Doctors And even lawyers 
No one knew that this was happening. Even, even with the whole Epstein thing, no one knew these things were happening. But when he got into office, he started pushing everybody's business out there. These guys are trying, no one's paying attention to the fact that these guys are trying to move differently. The only reason I bring up Pizzagate is because Pizzagate is an elite group of pedophiles. A lot of people that were involved in this started to kill themselves, started to be scared of going to prison because they were caught. Epstein killed himself, supposedly. A lot of these people ended up leaving, resigning from their positions, giving their paperwork to their higher officials and saying, you know what, I can't do this anymore because Trump was pointing them out. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. What I at least see from this standpoint, again, is the fact that we got somebody who is not involved in politics, which means they're not involved with the bullshit that anyone else is going to place in front of them because... If there's one thing that I was super happy about was when Obama got elected. The problem was Obamacare kind of fucked up a lot of people in my family. Yeah. It, there was a time Same where it just, I, it my did. sister-in-law's my I, I and that's the thing is like I'm I'm open to hearing people's opinion. The the issue starts when someone cannot hear your opinion. I have a lot of people that I know that I work with who are super one-sided either left or right and it's either you see their views or you're wrong and they shut you out that's the thing with me is mm -hmm. i'm open but i will i won't bite my tongue when something is out of line but when you're talking about obamacare i know people whose insurance they had to pay 200 plus dollars for no really real reason people had but like i said stuff yeah we can go on and on about this specific topic. Yeah. Again, for everybody, this isn't political. (laughs) We aren't political. And yeah, we're going to be taking a quick break and we're going to be playing beats from Hooligan off of his new beat tape that just dropped on Halloween titled Solace.
Welcome back to the Surface Wave Podcast. Those were beats off of Hooligan's new beat tape titled Solus. Um, if you guys want to check them out, go on SoundCloud. It's exclusive on there. Just search J the Hooligan, no spaces, Solus, S-O-L-A-C-E. Or you can go to www.wavecartelmedia.com backslash beats to find out more of his work. So for this week's segment, where we're going to be talking about is Ty Dolla Sign's new album featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Craze, go ahead and tell me what you thought about it, man. So I love the album. I have been rocking with Ty Dolla Sign for years, man, ever since um, Beach House. Um, the first one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's another one. Um, is it Paranoid? No. Yep, the song, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get it correct. I would sing you the lyrics, but my wife would kill me, so. Yeah, so Paranoid came out in 2014. The album featuring Ty Dolla Sign, that's the name of the album. Mm-hmm. He's playing on the meme where everyone says that his features are better than his actual singles. And he he definitely proved that that's not true. On this album, I feel like. Yeah, I'm glad. I was about to say that as well, so I'm glad that you had saw that too. Before I get into any of the songs I want to talk about, um, I yeah, I just want to stress the fact that he he is a, a standalone artist. He though he can sing, he can mix, he can master, he can play guitar, he can do everything. You heard that on the intro, <laughs> like he had someone you know say all that stuff. Um, pros for the album. Um, like I said, Ty Dolla Sign showed everyone how much of an impact he is on the music industry. He, f- I feel like he had something to prove, and he definitely proved it. Some cons, though. I do have some cons. Um, the album, it's nothing crazy, but the album was basically a double album. So there was 20, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was 20 25, yeah. 25 songs. Yeah. Um, I, I personally feel like uh, some of the songs were fillers. You know, I felt like there were some songs that could have been not on the album. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it doesn't take away from the album itself. I just feel like he had a lot to say and he said it. Yep. How did you feel about the album? Oh, man. I loved, 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 loved the fucking album. Album was great. But I agree with what you were saying. There were a lot of fillers in there that didn't need to be in there. Mm -hmm. But. Ty Dolla Sign in a whole, I feel like people really underestimate his capability and what he's able to do with being a musician. Yeah. And not even just being a musician. TC, shouts out to TC, who was also on the album, voice, you know, via voice calls and shit. Was That's also, his brother, right? Yes. Who's locked up? Yep. Yeah. TC is his brother who was also uh, on the album uh, via phone calls was telling him you can produce you can That's, sing yeah, you can that was the rap reference. you can audio you can do all of this stuff you don't need these people bro like you can do yeah. all of this that kind of motivation is pretty dope to hear because i like being able to tell craze you have all of the potential you have all of this shit we technically if we really wanted to we we could do this without anybody but except hooligan, yes, he's a, hooligan. he's he's a mastermind behind uh behind do go so stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah, sorry to interject, but no, yeah. you're good, you're good. Like I said, it's just you are a mastermind behind it. That's why I'm saying I see it from a let's get this paper standpoint. You see it from a how we can get this paper standpoint. Exactly, <laughs> that's why I'm saying. So I would expect the same thing from my brother. Like, um, 
I don't mean to hit home again or get personal, but my wife told me, she's just like, if you want to make music and you want to make music with craze, get it. But realize you are a star at the same time. You need to carry that confidence. You are a star. Any music that you make, people want to hear. Me and you, she was cooking spaghetti last night and I was freestyling to her over, uh, uh, what Nasby's beat was it off of his album? It it was the one with the firm and Cormega and everybody that was on it. That mm-hmm. shit went so hard. That beat goes so hard. So I was just freestyling to her while she was cooking, and after she finished, we ate, and she was like, "God damn, like you got potential. You could do this. Like, but you have to invest into doing it." And that definitely having that made me feel. Like it was me and Craze all over again because he lights a fire under me. You light a fire under me every single time because you're like, bro, you there. It's there. You got this. Like just, you just got to be able to lay it out, kind of thing. So hearing that, and then hearing TC tell his brother that, I was like, damn, that's like it reminds yeah, me of my wife home. telling me. It, yeah, it hits home because it it also reminds me of you telling me, like, uh-huh. bro, you got this. There's no reason to be weird about it or whatever you know yeah the uh the album had oh man like i said 25 songs but it was stacked with features it had kid cuddy had post malone kanye west anderson pat quavo lil dirk Nicki minaj big sean roddy Wh- roddy rich janae aiko kaylani <laughs> future young thug gunna like bro I don't name one artist right now who can drop an album with these high, these A-list rappers, A-list celebrities. I don't think I can name one. I personally, and this is just an observation and just assuming, I feel like all these artists, because Ty Dolla Sign has done so much work in the industry, they were like, I owe you one, bro. Because of how many hooks that he, bro, Ty Dolla Sign... You don't really see, so he's on a lot of songs, but they don't actually credit him for some reason. That yeah. he's on the hook, but you don't really see featuring Ty Dolla Sign. But he's done a lot of work for so many people. I think maybe that's why he has so much pull in the game. It's because cool. It's kind of like I, yeah. I, I got you on on your album now. You know, it's yeah. It's cool to uh, it's cool to see that he's been able to uh, adapt himself into these situations like that. The reason I feel that way is because, um, I saw an interview the other day of Jay-Z from 1998, I think going into two thousands where, uh, he was like, yo man, he's like, there are a lot of people who hit me up to write for him. You know, everybody disses Drake for having a ghostwriter, but Jay-Z himself was a ghostwriter for, for quite a while. Drake came out and he was like, yeah, I I had fucking I had to hit up Jay Z one day and told oh, him. Dre. Yeah, I had to hit up Jay Z one day and asked him for some help on a song, and he helped create "Still Dre Day." Mm-hmm. And Snoop Dogg even co-signed that and said he wrote Dre's and my verse. Yeah, Jay Z did. Yeah, yeah. Jay Z had laid that out there. So the fact that um, he may not get that feature. I feel like doesn't mean that even behind the scenes, he's at least not still written down in the, you know, written by or, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I feel like he was able to pull all these. Oh, yeah. Bro, Post Malone. He's very undermined, but he was still able because a lot of people were like. Ty Dolla Sign got a Post Malone feature, a Gunna feature, a Roddy Rich feature. 
only thing that was missing was Lil Baby and Baby. In 2020, he got every single artist who's mainstream. And that just says a lot about someone's character. That's a huge accomplishment, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that says a lot. He got Kehlani and Janae Aiko. That's what I'm saying, man. I feel like he he's so respected in this game. We we as fans don't even really realize how much of an impact and influential artist he is. Yeah. Um, a song that I just want to talk about. Um, I know on the past two album reviews we had notable bars, but this album's a little different than that because it's more melodic. It's more of the vibe. It's just, it's just in the moment type music. Um, I just I have like highlights and you know bullet points that I want to talk about. But track six feature it's called track six yeah, yeah. and it is track six Kanye. featuring Kanye West, Anderson Pack, and Thundercat. Out of all the songs, I think this is the one that I played back the most in rotation. Uh, just the production alone caught my attention. Um, there was a, a feature with Anderson Pack, and then the whole entire beat when Anderson Pack came on just completely flipped, and it just got dark, and it kind of reminded me of like uh, like Kendrick Lamar when he I switches. I should be better till my liver. Um, the the yeah the song production and then when Kanye came in, there's something about Kanye's auto tune voice that just because he's not even really singing. It's just Man, everything's Kanye. my fault. <laughs> like yep. we just trying to get to the club already. Like it's just so effortless, but it it just it really resonates. complements yeah. the everything in total. But yeah, so overall, just track six was out of all twenty five songs was the song that Stood was out. my yeah. favorite. Okay, what about yours? Any mm. any highlights? Any favorites? I got two. Okay, one I have to be careful on though. Why do you say that? Because I can't talk about no bitches, man. My wife will fucking oh. kill me when I get home. Shit. I mean, I have some R and B songs on here that I talk. I want to talk about. So, okay. So, I fucking. I swear to God, I hope she never hears this. Okay. So, <laughs> I have to say, um, the track with Kalani. The reason I say that is because, first of all, I love guitars. One of my favorite guitarists is uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. If you've never heard probably check it out he's a blues singer from austin texas get in tune he's awesome oh i can keep going yeah okay i didn't didn't know i didn't know if you were searching something up no Um, no the reason the reason that i say um just closing out the tabs universe is because uh most notable bar is gonna be when ty dollar goes in and he says the universe must want me to win Mm mm-hmm and then he starts talking about his woman. I love it. It's yeah. it's just sick. Like when this album came out, we moved into this house. I listened to this album when you told me this is the album we're gonna talk about next. Yeah. I put this album on. I listened through. Wouldn't all your of it. lady enjoy that then? Yes, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, but because <sighs> you're gonna have to cut this out. <laughs> the reason I have to say but is because she knows that I fucking love Kaylani. I there is no oh, gotcha, fucking gotcha. like there is dog I Nah, if you just leave it me. at that, we don't got to cut nothing out. I, just, I you yeah. you appreciate her talent. I appreciate her talent. I appreciate what she's able to do. Definitely. Yeah, definitely, man. Um another song that um stood out to me was Slow It Down. Um overall the song was just beautiful. Uh the melody complimented or the beat and the melody complimented each other 
And the ending of the song, it really caught my attention because it was like orchestra, it was violins. It wasn't something you, you really um, hear on an R&B rap album. So that really just stood out to me yeah. too. Yeah. Overall, the entire album is something that I downloaded and it's something that's going to be in my playlist for a while. Mine as well. The last I couldn't song. I couldn't get the full the the full experience in one week of yeah. listening to it to be I honest. I couldn't either. I no. I have been replaying it since it's been out. There's some albums that I could, but this one alone, I just feel like a lot of the song some of the songs I could feel like were made a couple years ago, some of them are current. Because you could just hear the different styles that Ty Dolla Sign delivers, yep. the different melodies. Because there's there's different personas that Ty Dolla Sign has. I don't know if you've noticed. Oh yeah. But he 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 has different like approaches to the songs. That's what makes he, this man a overall man is just yeah such a great artist. He's a great fucking artist, man. He's just uh, what I like is the fact that. I feel like we can connect to an artist like that who can adapt many levels to even if he is on a feature he's like a chameleon yeah he can literally adapt to the color of whatever it is that's there and then bring himself to his original color and bring you what his own original thing is the one thing that i will say the one album that he has dropped that i will always love and always respect is um i think i believe it's called free tc that's the album that i just yeah I will always bump that album because that's for it's his a little brother. irritating how people say he's better on features when they kind of downplay how much time and how much effort it even takes. Because if they're saying that he's better on features, that means that he makes the song. Yeah, pretty so much. So to be able to do that, to be able to be the thing that the reason why you listen to that song, to be to stand out when you're on a feature to major artists, that takes a lot. And I feel like people kind of downplay that a little bit. But you said you had one more song. The other, yeah, the last song that I had to uh, put on here <clears throat> was Ego Death. Yeah, that song was crazy. It was just bananas. Keeps you on your I toes. Thought, yeah, I thought Fade was crazy when Kanye came out with Fade on yeah. The Life of Pablo. But this just turned a whole fucking... <laughs> This just turned everything on its head. Me and me and the missus played this shit while we were moving and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's all right. Okay. Like, I get it. Okay. And then the second half of it turned into uh, chaos pretty much. Mm -hmm. And that was just, that just did it for us yeah. because she saw my reaction to it. She had her own reaction to it. I was like, oh, shit. So you go death has a feature with Kanye West. Yep, yep. FKA Twigs. twigs. Right? Yeah, Twigs. And Skrillex. Damn, maybe that's why it was so crazy. It was just insane. So before we wrap this portion up, let me ask you, have you ever experienced something similar as an ego death? Oh man, I have. I've I've experienced I wouldn't say so much that it was an ego death as much as it was a reality check. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> That's a great because, way to put it, man. Um, man, fuck. There are a lot of fucking talented people that are out there right now. And I didn't know how talented they were until I involved myself deeper into these different artists and shit. So the one person that, again, uh, I'm going to probably talk about one more time is Archie. This fool is... Hey. There are so many things that this fool can do. And I am just sitting here like... 
motherfucker. <laughs> Why you gotta do that? Like, he's talented, time. man. He keeps reinventing himself. And that's like, awesome. without even having this to. is this is what I'm saying. So for the last episode where we were saying guess no potential and it was a no. I want that artist, if he ever hears this, I want that artist to check out Archie and see <laughs> how Archie reinvents himself not just reinvents himself through a couple months reinvents himself every fucking time that he comes in he does not stay the same and that's the same thing for hooligan that's the same thing for uh uh, gizmo that's the same thing for even artists like like andrew andrew is still trying to reinvent himself every single time that he comes in there is something that he finds himself involved in and it's a heartfelt thing he doesn't the bleed thing, by his gut. it's just crazy the thing with andrew is he has california bay music that's where he's from mm-hmm. he has slow jazz emotional music real sentimental he has conscious boom bap rap songs that's right there exactly what you're explaining is to, to just not necessarily reinvent yourself, but try new shit, bro. But yeah, don't be afraid. Like I'm saying, as far as ego death, I don't know how much in depth you want to go about it, but that song definitely stood out to me too, as far as ego death goes, because like you said, it's not, it's how you can reinvent yourself or not. What you said, it's a reality check. It's a and reality that, check for sure. It definitely is something that. I've experienced and off the top has made me more open and empathetic towards people and towards myself. Um, Not to get too deep into it, but an ego death is when, when I first experienced it, everything or everything that I thought I was or who I thought I was, wasn't. And everything that I thought mattered that built my ego and fed into my ego, it didn't matter no more. So it was kind of a scary thing. But at the end of the day, it, it's made me into the person that I am today. It's made you a better person. The thing that I also want to add to that is it's a very humbling experience when you yourself, you, when, when you can by yourself realize how poisonous having an ego is it's by yourself poisonous not te- not having terrible. somebody else telling you hey because if you have someone else telling you you're gonna be like yeah right bro i i know what my shit is yeah i'm not the fucking i don't even say anything but when you realize that yourself it's a very humbling experience because you have Definitely. no doors that are closing no walls that are caving in on you i it's will say open. this though i will say that for me, I didn't realize that off top. It took me about a year to realize that that's what was happening. Because yeah. I, I, all of a sudden, I had this ego death experience. I was experimenting with things, trying to find myself. And all of a sudden, I was thinking differently and feeling differently. You know you know what I could say? that, And I'm... what I was holding on to was the things that I thought made me. Mm-hmm. But all those things that all all that those things were are things that made me feel comfortable and made me feel on top, made me feel. Yeah. You know, something special. You know how I know that I can I can fully say that I'm happy about your growth is the fact that just like you said, you were doing all of these different things, trying to find yourself, which means at the same time, I'm not saying that he did <laughs> or he didn't. 
but it's even with what we do. It's even with the things that come to it. Weed. Yeah. Certain things. Yeah, certain substances. Certain substances that come into it. You're still trying to define yourself. You're still trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. How it works. Will it work? If it don't. Kind of thing. The thing that I find so interesting and I find so inspirational with you is the fact that you didn't allow those things to charismatically take control of your life. What you did is you humbled yourself with yeah. it. Ironically, though, they were in control up until that point. Yes. And then I broke free of everything. And then I was kind That's of... That's what I meant. A, I'm I was sorry. A, That's what I meant. I was at a point in life where I was just like, okay, what, who am I? Where, what am I doing? What, mm-hmm. What's my next goal? Yeah. And... And then I gave, you know, my lady gave birth to our son and then we had a family and then he made me want to be a better person as well. And fast forward to 2020. Now we're here and ego death is I my ego death experience at first was something scary, was something I didn't understand. But then it was something that I wanted to understand. Yeah. And I had to figure it out. Yeah. And then I realized the person that I once was is not who I am today. And I need to say bye to that person. And I need to focus on who I am right now. Never return to that person. Isn't it crazy how you realize that within your own personal life? I just wish I realized it sooner. Honestly. But everything that is worth doing is worth the time. You know what I'm saying? It, everything yep. that takes time is worth it. Yep, yep, so. yep, yep. So, is there any other songs you want to talk about, or what are your final thoughts on the album? <sighs> it, it's not so much as a song; it's every interlude that he had with TC. Yeah, any interlude that he had with his brother was just—it just hit home. Okay, so to wrap it up, um, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Do you feel like Ty Dolla Sign is better on features? Nope. Yeah, same here. I feel like as a standalone artist, he has developed his own wave. And in this music industry, I feel like he has definitely made his footprint. He has definitely made his footprint and he's going to continue making his footprint just because people just, I feel like people underappreciate him for sure. Yeah, that's where the meme stemmed from. But yeah, so that was our review of Ty Dolla Sign's new album featuring Ty Dolla Sign. We're going to take a quick music break and play some music from Wave Cartel. And then when we come back, we're going to have our yes, no potential segment. Wave, wave, wave. Bitches in my mentions, yeah. fucking dick has that you tripping. Tripping, bitch. Rolling like was on them business. Tied it dub, bitch. No, I sent it. And it's only the beginning. I want diamonds on my neck. I think I said, he looking wet. Fuck around and flex yeah. on my ass. Yeah. Bitch, my life is like a movie. Wish you knew someone like me. I get texts from my exes, but bitch, I don't wanna speak. I got the drip from living reckless. Bitch, you gotta pay your fee. Catch me posted doing shows of Witcher, bitch, on both them knees. I'm a young dog, nigga, bitch. I'm always gonna be G. I'ma always be myself. Your fake is fucking, I can see. All my homies got my back, but when this pistol shoot, it's me. Paranoia, so I'm quick to pop on niggas if it's beef. Smoke them like a fucking swisher, cause y'all niggas actin' sweet. Paranoia, so I'm quick to pop on niggas if it's beef. Smoke them like a fucking swisher. 
twisted cause y'all niggas act sweet. Love nobody but my mama cause y'all bitches stupid weak. I'ma do this shit for real bitch, I'll just do this for a week. I could give a fuck about your feelings bitch cause mine is gone. Smoking on that strong bitch, I smell it my cologne. Yeah. Screaming motherfucker, major deal, bitch, I'm still gon' be hot I'm still gon' have diamonds on my neck and your bitch up on my cock I ain't trippin' off of nothing unless you fuckin' with my guap My homie Hooli actin' fully with the Thule, bitch, don't stop Hatin' niggas better kick back for their bodies gettin' dropped Blood just call me, said it's on the way, little nigga, I'm back in stock Yeah, the trust they fuckin' boomin', bitch, don't think that I'ma stop Intercept the fuckin' packs like I'm a dumb bitch, that's your broad, that's your broad Off the line, yeah. You to me is no problem. Don't mistake the silence, it's no hesitation. We just out here moving different. Let them make it difficult, it's not my problem. From way, way, way back, I knew one thing. Gotta go and get it. They try to catch me slipping, I tell them like that. I don't plan on falling From way, way, way back I knew one thing Gotta go and get it They try to catch me slipping I tell them like that I don't plan on falling Put me on some new plans. 
Glock 40, make you do the shiggy dance. White on black leather, it's segregation. They know it's mine, but they wanna take it. I got enough money, but not enough patience. Seen so much, but I ain't gon' say shit. Dirty Beretta stuffed under my sweat in the hottest of weather. I wish I knew better. Never no rap, but I'm chasing the cheddar. You faking the funk, I call you falsetto. Taking your shit, bitch, oh well. Ain't giving it back if you can't tell. I'm selling the pack like wholesale, and I'm taking my time like a jail cell. Busting it down, yeah, I'm blowing the brick. You can say what you want, but you can't tell me shit. Loving the money, but it's making me sick, so I'm mixing the molly, so I might take a sip. Tyson Molly, I'm a different man. Dirty money busting outside my pants. Put me on to some new plans. Glock 40, make it do the shiggy dance. Tyson Molly, I'm a different man. Dirty money busting outside my pants. Put me on to some new plans. Glock 40, make it do the shiggy dance. I got your shawty and I'll make a dance. Dance to the ceiling and she bring it back. Get a taste of this life, she won't be a fan. A handy on the rock, she just caught a vibe. Yeah, put her on some new shit, boom her life. I told her once, but she looked twice. Look at the ice, rock to the back. Welcome back to the Surface Wave Podcast. Those were songs from Andrew, wait, what? Craze, Coop Ch- Casket, Santos. Level up. Go to wavecartelmedia.com for more information. So for this last segment is Yes, No Potential. And if you're a regular, you already know. But if you're new to the show, this is where we play music that we found on Instagram or YouTube comments. So song number one is from YMHDEE. Um, I don't know if, how to pronounce that. YMHD. YMHD. Yeah. Mm. So his comment was, attention, new single coming soon. If you like the artist Chris Brown and the baby, then you would love my music. All I ask is for a chance for you to all I ask is for a chance, and if you can't, I'm going to take it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so let's uh, load up his song. Yep. So YMHD, All It Behind. It's a little awkward to say, but yeah. <laughs> let's check this out. Some ice on it, now she bounce on it like a polo. Baby, one smoke. 
Okay, so that was Y-M-H-D-E-E, uh, Y-M-H-D, all it behind. And I, off top, will say yes. Um, before I even give my opinion on the song, I want y'all to go and check this out. Just search Y-M-H-D-E-E, all it behind on SoundCloud. This song has 172 plays. At craze while you do that when this yeah. video drops <laughs> and leave a comment for what your idea or your opinion is on it i off top the energy was just nasty bro i, will, I was vibing I, out the yeah, entire time absolutely i will say this this is better than hearing dicks yeah <laughs> that's a reference to episode one yeah we had an artist yeah if you haven't heard episode one check that Go out check because that out. Dicks yeah, are groovy. all over the place on that <laughs> groovy what what would you say yes i would no say potential. yes yeah i would say yes this Bro, is definitely yes the that talent. is our our first yes yes that is a fucking talent there we go. That's awesome. We there got is our first so much. Yes, yes. There is so much fucking talent there. There is so much room, and and not even just for improvement. There's just I, it makes me involved in wanting to know who the fuck yes. this artist is because he was what singing, else he has. but then he went more aggressive on exactly. It. Yes, exactly. <laughs> where the fuck? Where the fuck is Omelia? at? Let's, well, you know uh, what I mean. Let's fucking, do a cheers for the first yes. Yeah, yes. absolutely, brother. First yes, yes, on Surface Wave Podcast history. All right, so song number two is from Midas X Sound. That's M-I-D-A-S-X Sound. Uh, his comment was, check out my latest track, Trap Soul Vibes. Oh, shit. So you can find him on SoundCloud. His rap name is Midas, M-I-D-A-S. This is Faded Interlude. Find him on SoundCloud at M I D A S Midas. Groovy, what do you think? Yes. 
Yeah, man, these are hard tonight. Well, these are very fucking hard tonight. <laughs> we're, we're fucking sure, yeah. Yeah, man. I would say yes as well. Like I, I said, this mood. is our first time listening to these songs. Yep. Uh, we literally just go into your favorite rapper's Instagram page, and there's all these spams, and we click on them. We got another yes, yes. God damn. Well, let's take another fucking chug. Another <laughs> fucking yes, yes, yeah. There we go. Also, people, really quick, if you hear these, while we hear these, you're hearing them live with us. If you like them, please, please click and support the artist. Definitely. You might have something or find something that's to your liking if it's not this song. There's always potential for you guys to find something that you guys are going to enjoy. Please. That's what I was talking about on episode one, man. You come into a podcast and you leave with a whole different playlist. But also, before we get into song number three, if you have a song that you want to submit to Yes No Potential, yes, send it to Wave Cartel MG. <laughs> send it to Wave Cartel MGMT Management at gmail.com. And we'll review it on this podcast. We will definitely do that. So yes. this is song number three, the last song of Yes No Potential. Is from L X G A N dot C X L E. I think Logan Cycle. I don't know. Um, his comment says, "Yo, go click the link in my bio. Not a scam. I'm trying to push my music as far as I can. Let me know what you think about it, peeps." Respect it. Oh, okay. so his rap name is Logan Cole. I wouldn't have ended it with peeps, but yeah. So this is Logan Cole. Featuring the reason. If it's up, I leave it stuck. I want to smoke it hella faded. Fuck with us, we throwing slugs up after truck. We leave you late. Spraying, praying. I don't miss a single shot. I ain't playing. I've been around enough to know that you a bitch. I'm just saying. I've been the reason that these. Uh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Brother, uh, hold on. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll get better. Let's li- let's listen. Bitches cheesing, gas them up and leave. Take your bitch, I'm thieving. Smoking till I'm wheezing. Mop, they block, they freezing. Hollows leave you leaking. Don't know who to believe in. I'm about these motherfucking benches. Don't care who try to beef and They ain't no getting even. Chopper be eating. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to listen to this entire song. Groovy, yes, no potential. This, this was Logan Cole. The song title is The Reason. First of all, Logan Cole. I don't know if you're a bit like Wolverine, so I'm going to make sure that I tread on this carefully. <laughs> but honestly, respectfully for you, it's going to be enough for me. The only reason why is because the first thing for me is going to be quality. I'm sorry, yeah, that's why but it's going to be quality. Yeah. If you had made this some sort of way, and I understand there are certain things that you can't control right now. You're starting out. You're doing your thing, so I'm not going to bag you on the fact that, you know, I I don't want to be more harsh than that because I understand you being an uh, up-and-coming artist, so I'm not going to bag on that. But I'm just saying, for me personally, this song is going to be a no. It just didn't gravitate towards me um, just because of the audio. The audio just, first and foremost, was just yeah. not it. So th- the way that my mind works when I go into these... I don't, so I listen to the quality for sure. I listen to the beat and then I listen to the lyrical content. The beat itself sounded, um, it could use work for sure. Yep. The quality 
it can definitely use work for sure. Uh, his his comment is, yo, click the link in my bio, not a scam. I'm trying to push my music as far as I can. Let me know what you think. So he's not portraying himself as the next up and coming rapper. So I'm not gonna knock him on that. But I definitely yeah. I will say I will say no. Um, but that's not saying to not stop trying. Yeah, there it's gonna be a no, but there's room mix for your mix your music. There's so many tutorials on YouTube that you can find to mix. There's a lot of tutorials on YouTube that you can find on how to mix your music. It's tedious, but you can do it. You have to do it if you're putting your your creative content out there on the internet. Make sure that it's something that you stand behind a hundred and ten percent. So that's it for this week's episode. We appreciate everyone who tuned in. Um, next week is going to be a little different. Instead of us knowing what album we're going to be reviewing, we're going to actually have a poll. So follow us on Instagram at Surface Wave Podcast, and we're going to have a poll of three albums, and we're going to let we're going to let the audience decide what album that we talk about next. But yeah, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm your host, Craze. You can follow me on Instagram at k-r-a-y-001 we love you guys yes so this is the surface wave podcast episode number three with craze and groovy tone we appreciate everyone who's Mm -hmm. been supporting us this far get drunk bitch (laughs) we'll see y'all next week